Hello ladies and gentlemen, it's Michael C. Bouchard, host of the Night Stalker Podcast. This is uh, Season 6, Episode number uh, 44. Today we're going to be talking about a uh, disappearance which occurred uh, 57 years ago in uh, South Australia. Now, South Australia, you really didn't think of disappearances, homicides, um, we think of it as a, you know, a country we go to to enjoy the beaches and uh, the wildlife and uh, the social life and whatever. Um, has it. However, on um, June 26, 1966, three children ages four, seven, and nine, were on Glengoe Beach in uh, South Australia. The children never returned. Jan, Grant, and Anna um, Beaumont simply disappeared, never to be seen again. It had been rumored that while at the beach, they had um, been in a company with a unidentified um, male. They had also been seen farther out in the residential district with the same individual, who has yet 57 years later still going unidentified. <clears throat> Several questions come up when we talk about things like this. The Beaumont disappearance was one of the largest um, manhunts or search for missing uh, children um, that South Australia ever had. It definitely changed the way that law enforcement went about things, how they investigated missing children. Um, Unfortunately, uh, the father, Grant Beaumont, uh, had passed away at 87, I mean 97, excuse me, never to know the fate of his children. In 2009, at the age of 92, um, their mother, Nancy, uh, also passed away. And if we think about it, you know, and I, and I tell people this, and, and I'm quite honest when I say this, if you have information about disappearances, homicides, um, if you do not provide that law uh, information to law enforcement, you are just as guilty as the person that committed the crime. And I say that honestly because that's that's what you're doing. You're I'm assisting somebody who's involved in the crime like that and where they could be taken into custody, you are allowing them to run free and possibly commit the same type of crime over and over again. So just a, a word of thought. Um, you know, the, the disappearance of the three Beaumont children uh, grew national attention. Uh, 
you know, so one of my questions is why were there, why was there a four, seven, or nine-year-old child left at the beach? Apparently unattended because so no matter how much research I do, I do not find any evidence of the parents being there. Um, so, and, and of course, you know, cases like this get a lot of media attention, uh, a lot of conspiracy theories, but the fact is, <clears throat> they were abducted, possibly, possibly murdered, more than likely murdered, uh, and yet, um, 57 years later, almost uh, six decades, we still have no answer. Uh, the South Australian government has put out a $1 million reward for any information um, <clears throat> concerning the disappearances. And as of today's date, uh, No one has claimed the um, reward. It's sad to say when Grant uh, Beaumont passed away at 97, um, his funeral announcement um, claimed that he had now been reunited in heaven with his three uh, beloved children. He was a loved father of uh, Jane, Arna, and um, Grant. It said this, just like the Dennis Martin case from 1969 in the Smoky Mountain Park in Tennessee, it's a tough thing to be a family member when you don't know what happened to a child, a young child. And um, during my research, I found another case uh, from 1970 um, that had to do with the um, Beaumont disappearance. So I'm gonna what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna switch over to that in a second. And we'll see we'll see what information that has to provide. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to introduce into the narrative some uh, additional information that I uh, happened to come across as I was uh, looking at the uh, looking at the case. Um, it's it's kind of interesting, as I said again, uh, where you know my first question would be. Um, How did, or, or why were there three children of that age um, alone on the beach? And this is what, what I actually got from Wikipedia. Um, and it's kind of interesting. On the morning of uh, June, January 26th, uh, 1966, the Beaumont children asked their mother to visit uh, Glengold Beach um, as it was too hot to walk, they uh, took a five-minute, uh, three-mile bus journey from their home to the beach. The children caught the bus at 8, uh, 
8.45 a.m. and were expected to return home at about noon. Uh, Nancy became worried, however, uh, when the siblings did not return at uh, 12 o'clock. Um, let me see. This is kind of... See, the one thing I don't like about Wikipedia is the people that write it aren't very fluid sometimes, and you have to kind of make out the uh, what, what they're trying to say. Um... Okay, so what they have here is they have, a, I think, a, what is a mistake. It says uh, the, the mother, Nancy, became worried. However, when the siblings did not return by, by 12 noon, uh, and see, then it says, or 2 p.m., or, okay, so this is what they're trying to say. When the children did not return by home by bus at either 12 or the 2 o'clock, 2 p.m. bus, Yeah, I, I don't know. Whoever wrote this Wikipedia uh, article here um, didn't run it through Gramley. Uh, apparently, so what I'm interpreting out of this is the father, who they have is Jim. It's not. It's Grant. Uh, returned home earlier from the, his trip around 3 o'clock. They immediately drove to the crowded beach, unable to locate the children. He returned uh, together. Both parents searched the streets and visited uh, friends' houses around 5.30. Um, you know, why weren't the police contacted immediately? Um, you know, that's another question I have. You know, I, I'm kind of, I kind of, uh, become a little suspicious, uh, when I, when I, when I, um, you know, when things don't, uh, make sense, I mean, um, you know, there was confer, uh, confirmed sightings of the children occurred at the Collie, uh, Reserve and the Wenzel a cake shop on uh, Mosley Street in Glengal. Uh, uh, despite numerous searches, neither the children nor the suspect uh, companion were ever located. I I kind of think that um, you know it's just it just seems so odd to me personally. And I I know it seems that I'm possibly pointing the finger, but uh, in either responsibility uh, or motive, one or the other, but why would you let your child, three children as a matter of fact, take a bus by themselves, the oldest one being nine, the youngest being four, come on, I mean, you know, I, I just, you know, it just doesn't, it doesn't, I, I, I don't get it, um, at or about 12, 12.30, uh, they have that a uh, another witness, uh, Daphne uh, Gregory, cited the children with a man who she observed carrying uh, an air airline uh, bag similar to the one owned by Jane. Um, so, okay, so we know there's another person involved here. I, I just I, I don't know. Um, I just have this really odd feeling about this case, uh, and I'm not, not sure exactly what it is, but, um, you know, it just, it just seems very, uh, very odd. This is to the search. Yeah, so, you know, there were, there were also, you know, it, it like I said, you know, I, I am not one for the conspiracy theory thing, you know, if you read any of my books, you know, The Disappearance of Joan Rich, The Disappearance of uh, Dennis Lloyd Martin, 
Uh, I am very good at ripping apart uh, consp conspiracy theories because all they are is they're uh, they're just um, not called for. You know, you have parents and, and relatives and other siblings, uh, you know, grieving for miss their missing uh, relatives, and you have these idiots. Um, you know, just uh, just coming up with this stu these stupid uh, theories and, and, and bullshit, which is uh, um, exacerbates the, the case, you know. Uh, so, in this this one, a uh, host letters, about two years after the disappearance, the Beaumont parents received two letters. One was uh, supposedly written by Jane and the other by a man who said he was uh, keeping uh, the children. The envelope showed a postmark of... Uh, Victoria, I don't know where I don't know where that is. The brief notes described a relatively pleasant existence and referred to the man who was keeping them. Uh, police believe that at the time the letters could um, quite likely have been authentic, uh, authenticated after co uh, comparing them with other writing by uh, Jane. The letters from the man said that he had uh, appointed himself guardian of the children and was willing to uh, hand them back to the parents. Um, and that's about as far as it goes. Uh, I don't think uh, anything. Let me see. The Beaumont followed by a detective drove to the uh, designated place, but nobody appeared. Sometime later, a third letter arrived uh, uh, from the uh, reportedly written by Jane, stating that the man had uh, realized and discussed it. Uh, yeah, it is all bullshit. Um, Yes, uh, yeah, these are um, all, all crap. I mean, you know, these, these uh, conspiracy theorists meet me here. I had this one, you know, horseshit. Um, later developments it has here, uh, November 2013, uh, excavation was initial in the back of a factory that had possibly belonged to Harris Phillips, a possible suspect in the Beaumont case. Further excavation at the site and different locations on the site was undertaken in February 2018, but nothing uh, relevant was found, which is common. Uh, that you know, that's always common. Uh, I, I do have to make uh, kind of to uh, segue away from this for a second. Uh, these people that write these things in um, Wikipedia, you need you need to get you need to get Grammarly or, or uh, WordPerfect or something because. You know, I need a Rosetta Stone to understand these things. Uh, <clears throat> possible sub suspects they had in the case was uh, Bevan Spencer, Von uh, Elm. Uh, he was imprisoned in 1984 for murdering uh, Richard uh, Kelvin, a teenage son of um, newspaper writer uh, Robert Kelvin. Uh, police prosecutor publicly stated that they believe Von Elm uh, had a come, was possibly involved in the uh, Beaumont disappearances, uh, they don't really say why, uh, <clears throat> which is never, uh, which always drives me crazy that you always have suspects. Uh, Arthur Stanley Brown, <clears throat> uh, between 2000 and, uh, well, 1912 and 2022, this is when he died, uh, was charged in uh, 1988 with the murder of three sisters, Judy, Susie, uh, let me see, it says, with the murder of no, that's how only two. Judy and Susan uh, McKay in Townsville, Queensland. I guess that's over there. 
Uh, they had disappeared uh, on their way to school on August uh, 26, 1970, and were found slain several days later in a dry creek bed. Brown, uh, okay, so, <clears throat> okay, another one. James Riley O'Neill <clears throat> was sentenced in life imprisonment in 75 for murdering a nine-year-old uh, boy in uh, Tasmania. Well, you know, okay, but y you see, here we have a lot of people that could be could be suspects in a lot of things. However, we have no, <clears throat> you know, there's no information in any of these, uh, any any of this uh, article that link links them directly or indirectly links them to the uh, Beaumont case. So I mean, you know, you, if a crisis, there's like like about uh, six people, but there's no actual. Um, you know, there's actually no actual uh, links. Um, but if you want a little more information and want to peel through the layers of the onion, uh, you can go to the Wikipedia uh, article, which, let me, I'll find you to see what it says. It's entitled, uh, Disappearance of the Beaumont Children uh, uh, from Wikipedia. <clears throat> you can look at that. That'll give you a, a little more information. Um, but as usual, you can go through these things, and there's a lot of uh, what ifs or possibilities. But there's nothing substantial or that directly links anybody um, to their disappearance, except this uh, strange, uh, this unidentified male that they were seen walking with. So, with that being the case, I am Michael C. Bouchard, host of the Night Stalker podcast. We are in season six, um, episode. Uh, I believe this is forty-four. Uh, down the road here, I, I know we have not been <clears throat> putting out as many uh, podcasts as normal. We were putting out normally one to <clears throat> one to two a day, so occasionally. Um, you know, we have with the um, this new book coming out, the uh, disappearance of Dennis Lane Martin, the hidden hidden files. Uh, this is a big book. It's a four hundred page book on. Uh, Disappearance of Dennis Lloyd Martin in 1966 from the Smoky Mountain National Park. Uh, it is probably going to be one of the most informed books that are out on the topic. I know my first one is. Uh, it's taking a lot of time, a lot of um, to to get information. Uh, I was successful with getting information from the National Park Service that hasn't been released yet. Um, so, with that being said, uh, it. I'm going to eventually try to get these podcasts out a little little quicker than normal. Um, I've noticed by the, uh, the demographics and, and the, um, the site uh, dashboard that um, <clears throat> although some of my political views are uh, looked at a lot, uh, people seem to be more interested in homicides and uh, Homicides and murders, you know, murder, homicides, murders, and, and disappearances, another strange thing. So, I'm going to try to keep it onto that, uh, you know, that format. Uh, eventually, down the road, we will probably be going uh, <clears throat> to uh, audible and uh, uh, media, visible media. So, uh, We'll see how that works, but until then, I will uh, see you in episode uh, number 45.